listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music. Music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening. Mystical. mystical. That couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics, they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller, my shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. Bring on life. So I'm full of questions and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions? You've got questions? I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening in with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. So weird to me. I received this EP download from Bacharach, and I dug it big time. And I'm just so cocky, just cocky enough to ask if John Paul Bacharach would like to discuss his concoction of words that he plastered over some really great music. And he did. Well, we set up some Skype time and, yeah, pretty anal about making sure he knew I was in the Eastern time zone. It turns out, I could have about driven to conversate. He lives in Michigan, like me. This was recorded on November 12, 2014. Right, they don't want to do substance? Is that I guess. Just... I think the artists do, but I don't think the managers do. No. Well, probably because most of your average audience doesn't care about substance, unfortunately. But why, why do you think that is? Why do you think the, the, I'll just say the majority of people, and that's probably not fair, but there's an awful lot of people who just seem to, would rather, rather live in the shallow end of the pool, you know? <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know if it's that they don't. They don't want to. I think maybe it's more of a, of a factor of uh, what managers and the business makes them, you know, makes them, puts in front of their face, you know, like the marketing behind it. I think it's kind of their fault in a way that they kind of want their audience to be like that. I don't know. I could be crazy. I'd like to think that people really want to dig deep on some level. No? Well, you made a, you made a decision to write lyrics that way, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I used to like really cheesy stuff, I'm not going to lie. I mean, everybody has that phase in their life, I think, you know, a good pop song. Uh, these days, I just feel like when I write songs, um, the better songs come from like something, uh, something more deep, you know, more written out, more thought out. Um, I had a buddy, he used to write really great lyrics. He used to be in my band, uh, and I kind of learned writing lyrics from him a little bit. So he always would try to... Really dig deep down and find uh, find it, whatever it was, you know, that feeling. Well, you know, just the lyrics in uh, We Are the Scene, I mean, just, I mean, this is why, this is why we're talking, right? I've been at war with myself for a long time and the heat of the battle made me cold for a long time and I went, man, <laughs> you hit me right in the center of the chest. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I was kind of in a dark place, you know, and I think the best songs, they come out of those dark places in some ways. Yeah. So, but what are you, I, I mean, I know we're searching for things, right? I mean, you don't write that unless you're really searching for something, but is there something in this song, we are the scene we're talking about, is, is there something in there that, that, you know, inside you need to 
uh, shove through and, and move through this I'll sk- dark times, as you call them? Yeah, I mean, there's always that drive, you know, because people always want something better. You know, we always want something that we can we can we think about, but we can't quite reach it. And I think, especially with that song and the second song, War, you know, those two songs to me were kind of together. And, you know, you're just so down on yourself and you know that there's someplace better and you just really got to, I don't know, fight. It felt like it felt like a battle. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I say it out loud very often, but I guess I've teetered near the edge, or at least what I think the edge is, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of wonder. Well, what if I just? What if I gave up the idea that I can, you know, I want to push to be free or even reach for the sun and all that kind of stuff? What if I just sort of said, you know what, done. <laughs> I've reached. I've pushed too many times and haven't gotten there, you know. So can you say that though? Can I don't know if anybody can ever really. Because I've, I definitely can say from personal experience, I've pushed a million times and I've never quite got there. But somehow I get up every day and I continue to try. Right. Even though like there's just maybe there's no way I'll ever get there. You know, I don't know. You got to just keep going. I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm older than you, and I, I guess I always thought about my dad, and my dad died a few years ago, and it was like I thought. Well, I, I guess once I get to 50, I'll understand everything. Well, I guess maybe it's once I get to 60, I'll understand it. And, you know, this dude was in his mid-80s, and he was questioning everything, basically laying on his deathbed. And I thought it was so honest and real. And But I, I wonder, maybe we, maybe we never have it figured out, and we still must, if you will, figure it out, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting, too. You know, I mean, you think about all these people who – who say that they got to their goals, celebrities and famous people, and oftentimes they're not very happy either, you know? So maybe we don't ever really, maybe we're never really satisfied. I guess I guess it does deal with like a certain level of satisfaction and maybe finding that inner peace to say, I'm satisfied. Yeah. That's something. Well, I haven't found that for sure, but <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody has, you know? <laughs> so, so what is it? What, what are you saying when you say we are the scene tonight then? We are the scene is just like me and my buddy, we would go out and we were just wild at the bars and it just everywhere we went, we were the scene. And like that's, we were just, because like we were all like in a real dark place and just drinking like people do when they're, when they're feeling like that and pushing the limits and, and everywhere we went, we made a scene. That's for sure. Not a good one a lot of the times. Sometimes a bad one, sometimes a good one. You know, I'm sure that you can relate to that on some level. Just going out there and and doing it. It's isn't it an interesting thing that it's like we know. I mean, I think in inside, you know, that war that you talk about. But on the inside thing, you you know you're in this spot, and the only thing that you really know what to do is just go tie one on with your buds <laughs> right and i don't know and i just wonder if we think that that's going to help us through it or if it's just going to put us on the island for for those six to 18 hours or whatever your benders are buddy right, right. <laughs> um and then we just go well i i know that i'm going to have to get out in the in in the ocean and keep swimming and trying to find myself but for right now i don't care <laughs> <laughs> right i think it helps i think it helps you push through it you know it helps uh, those awful moments Maybe a little bit of euphoria, so to speak. Obviously, it's not a long-term solution. I hope not for anybody. I mean, it certainly wasn't a long-term solution for me. That's for sure. Well, and that's the fear for me. Uh, being a dad is 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 that 
you can get stuck in that world, right? I mean, if that's the, I guess that's the scary thing. Not, I mean, as a dad, as a person, right? I mean, right. it's easy to drink too much and go, wow, that was okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my God. I've seen a lot of people go down the wrong path. Being in the music industry, you see a lot of that. You know, you got to just, you got to pull yourself back from it, I think, and and just assess, you know, I don't know, when you see somebody like that, that's so low, for me at least, I was always able to look at them and be like, wow, that's that's where I don't want to be. And then kind of assess, is that where I am at? And then kind of adjust from there. You know, I'd yeah. like to think that people could do that. So you, you you alluded to Warb and you said they were kind of tied in together, which I totally agree. But but are you screaming at somebody or something or yourself when when you're yeah when you're trying to get through it, especially in in, in who are you talking to in the song? I guess in a way. I don't know. I just everybody, myself included, everything. I was just mad and angry. You know, I don't know. I was just mad at nothing and everything and myself. Probably a lot more myself than anything. But when you hate yourself and you're mad at yourself, you're mad at everybody else too. You know, you got to you find ways to blame them, but when really it's just you. So I guess it's more of like an internal struggle than anything. Hmm. I wasn't going out fighting people, you know, or <laughs> and stuff like that. But I definitely was just angry at everybody. So so is there a way that you're running? Are you running for something? Or are you running away for, for, from something when you use those words? Um, at that time, when I wrote that, I was really running away from, from my past. Um, you know, I'd, I've been trying to do... I've been in the music for a long time. And uh, a lot of my projects, you know, they would start off really good. And then, you know, something would happen and they would it would be over. And... Um, I was just trying to get out of this lifestyle that was really just self-destructive, you know, with uh, with drinking and and all the stuff that comes along with that, and those people and and those friends I had, and uh, and just trying to to just start totally new. I don't know. I wanted to be a normal person. <laughs> I'm working on that, I guess. <laughs> well, I didn't feel like I was normal. I mean, I'm sure I was, but. You know, you feel like you're kind of on the outskirts, I guess. And like you're just trying to get back to the center, so to speak. Yeah, I love that. You know, the funny thing I think is, and I can say especially in the music business, but it might be true in the shoe business too. But when somebody you think might have some sway and they say, well, let's go out and meet at whatever bar and stuff. And all of a sudden you're out with them for, you know, four hours and everything's great, but you're getting, you're just putting another one on right and you're all of a sudden you're you wake up the next morning and they don't return the phone call and or the email or whatever you're going like wow <laughs> I, I i'm stumbling down the same road you know right right that's that same path you can't get away from it it's hard to get away from yeah and i think that that's sort of what that's about trying to get away from that you know the definition of insane or whatever is uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I used to tell myself that every day. I was like, "Are you seriously going to do this again?" And finally, uh, I don't know. Finally, it changed. So, 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 talk to me about uh, "Take Me Away." I guess I mean, there's a part of me that as I'm going through this, and I'm, I always sort of wonder where God is in the world and if God is in the world and all that stuff. And that's maybe I thought that's where you're going down with "Take Me Away" because. I don't know what you're. I don't know who you're trying to surrender to. Maybe that's 
that's what I'm wondering. Right. Um, I'm, I'll just start off by saying I, I am a spiritual person. Um, so a lot of my writing does have like spiritual overtones to it. But really, while I mean now in kind of hindsight that you brought that up, I can definitely see why you would think that it would be like a really spiritual song. And I guess it is, but for me, like those two songs are more like when I, I met my now current girlfriend, like she kind of pulled me out of that dark place. And for me, she kind of, she saved me. I felt like, I felt like she saved me. And, and that, uh, for years I had, I hadn't had a steady girlfriend, you know, I, I mean, kind of got caught up in the phase of, uh, you know, one night stands or whatnot. So she kind of brought me back and surrender is really me figuring out how to, you know, just be vulnerable with somebody again. And then take me away is sort of, you know, letting that go, letting that happen, I guess. I'm, I've never been a big, uh, I've always been the guy, it's like, I sort of believe love can save us, whatever that means. And I almost don't care if it comes from God or a girl. Right, either way. Right? Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I think love can definitely save you. And that's kind of really, I guess, in an over like a huge sense that that's what that is about. Just love saving me and pulling me out of that. It just happened to come from somebody, you know, if you believe in, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in God, whatever. And maybe God worked his magic through her and whatever, you know, you could, I guess you could view it a million ways. So, yeah, that's how, that's how I, I mean, honestly, I think my wife, now wife, then girlfriend was like, got my attention of what priorities ought to be, you know? Right, right. And who and if that's God working through her or it's just her, somebody cared enough to pay attention and say, "Hey, you don't you don't have to end up wherever you th- could end up, I guess, right?" Right. Right. Gives you some kind of purpose, you know, kind of redirects your priorities. That's for sure. Yeah. I love I love the line inner peace rolls over me. Yeah. I relax as we intertwine. I mean, I I I mean, I feel that both ways, right? Whether it's spiritually or with my wife, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that, that warm, you know, that calmness, you know, because when you've been so crazy for so long, you know, it's so nice to just let all that go, you know? I remember I wrote it at the beach, so it has a lot of like oceany, like storm type feel to it, I guess. So. <laughs> You found a beach. You found a beach in Michigan. All right. Oh, I went. That's back home or back down south. My parents, my whole family lives in the south. So, it's in South Carolina um, during the summer, which is real nice. Do you? Uh, did you not grow up in Michigan? Well, I grew up here, but my whole family they uh, they left because <laughs> um, they they hate winter apparently more than I do. <laughs> so maybe I'm, maybe I'm not too far off. That's kind of my plan is to get to get down south, I guess, eventually. Well, there's got to be a decent music scene down there. I, mean, I want to say, uh, isn't, I don't know if you're into Need to Breathe, but I think they're from that area, aren't they? Um, I'm not sure about them, but Atlanta has a huge music scene, and uh, Nashville, obviously, yeah. If, you, yeah. Uh, if you like country. So so talk to me about Push. Um, I, 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 lo- I love the idea that we're here for each other, and that's what this felt like to me. It's kind of like a... A techno-y build type song so it kind of always felt like i watched this war movie and i don't remember what it was and i remember just thinking that it was real inspiring to see you know people sacrificing for one another and and doing what they got to do to push through to the end and 
because I I'd kind of felt like I just come out of the you know the war or whatever you know I felt like that was kind of that thing, just covering my friends, my friends covering for me and pushing together, pushing through it all. What about your friends now? Is that I don't know if we can talk about that, but what about your friends now that quote unquote were in the dark place at the same time as you? Are they are they in a they're probably in a different place, but are they in a what I'm thinking? I'm thinking you are in a better place. That's what I'm throwing on you right now, right? Right. So you are now in a better place. Are they in a better place? I'd like to think. I'd like to think so. Yeah. I mean, in their own way, I guess. You know, everybody everybody has a definition of what they think is uh, their peaceful place or their their best their highest state of mind. Um, I think that for the most part, they are in a better place. I think that together we were all we were toxic for one another, <laughs> and uh, and now because we all live in different places now, I think that for the most part uh, we're all pretty happy as far as things go. So I guess it has a happy ending. Yeah, or at least at least y'all grew up, and hopefully you're happy, right? Right, we grew up a little bit more. We're 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 dealing with happiness. <laughs> Trying to find out what that means for for older people, you know. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing an interview. I don't know about fifteen years ago with somebody old, and I they they nailed me with the question was are, are so are we all searching for happiness? And it's like no, I think we're all searching for meaningfulness. And I went, wow, that just hit me right in the right in the again right in the rib cage. I went, yeah, I, I think that's it because I don't know what happiness means, like you just sort of alluded to. But I do know this: if I can find meaning, whether it's in your song or in a movie or an article or or just something between my wife and I or my kids, right? right. And that's when that's when life feels awesome and and yeah, powerful, fulfilling, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think that that definitely makes sense to me. Kind of, kind of like going a little farther than what I was saying. Yeah, you know, because everybody has a different definition of what their own happiness is. Some people love to live the crazy life. Some people want to have a family. Some people want to be, I don't know, whatever middle of the road is. Some people want to be above average, below average. I don't know. You just gotta decide that for yourself, and then make peace with that. I think. Yeah, I think that's what growing up is. Yeah, because you really, I mean, seriously, on this EP, you're you're not writing about happiness, but you're writing about stuff that that moved you. And and you may I guess I guess maybe here's my question from that. Do you hope it moves others to a place from again, we keep using the word darkness, but from that dark place to place that shines more light or has more hope in it? Yeah. I think it's always every not their not my initial like goal, but I think it's always like important to artists if they can touch people and help them in some way, you know, then you know that you know, what you went through, maybe you could help guide somebody. Not that you could, like, take guidance from my my EP or anything, but, you know, help them. Because music, I think, is therapeutic. And I think music can help people pull through, like, the worst of times. I know that it has for me. I've found a lot of albums that have great meaning for me in my life. And I always guess I try to aim to write songs that maybe do that for somebody else as well. Yeah. Can you actually name a couple of albums that you would go... That's your kind of your go-to when you need, when you need to get in touch with something. With something, yeah, that's accurate. That's right. what I mean by that. Uh, you know, I mean, God, I bet I could probably name fifty. But no, okay, I'll 
I'll count. <laughs> it's always a tough question, you know. I know, I, I know that's why I, I rarely ask it, but I thought, well, if there's, I mean, there, I mean, there's like a couple of Rush records that hit me right where it needs to, and I, it's almost like my go-to. But lately, it's been Sarah McLaughlin for me. <laughs> so I can, I mean, yeah, I can see that. She can get real sad. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know if it's the music or if it's her lyrics. Right, I don't know. Right, right. you know. But and I also just had a friend turn me on to the new Roseanne Cash record, and I don't even really know Roseanne Cash, you know. But I just got it, and it's like, oh wow, she's she's got something going on in there that is connecting with me. And again, I don't know if it's the music. I usually the lyrics kind of grab me, but if the music's not there, then right, then the whole thing falls yeah. apart. Yeah, it does. I think so. lyrics are definitely real, really important these days. More and more, I think that because. If that's what people really connect with. I mean, great melodies are one thing. Obviously, that helps make it hooky or whatever. It makes it, the feel of it feels nice, but lyrics are really important. I guess for me, like, I wouldn't point to, like, records. I guess I would think of more of artists um, that have really, like, touched me at some point. Um, it sounds real weird, but, like, Fleetwood Mac really did, did that for me. Like, I love that their album Rumors a lot. I love Coldplay's stuff. Um John Mayer, obviously I like punk music of all kinds. I don't know. It's it's really hard to pick, in my opinion. I think that anything can anything can do it for me. You know, it just has to be the right day, the right mood, the right time. You know, because there's probably some days where I'm all about getting turned up and I want to find some real intense music, you know, Andrew WK or something real stupid, you know, but that could be my fancy for the day, I guess. So I don't know. I think that it all has to do with, for me, like picking a, a song or like an album for that day is all about how I'm feeling on that day emotionally. So it could be a million and one things. So thanks a ton for doing this time because it was it was it was it was music that moved me on the inside, and I just again I guess that's what I do, right? Is I find something that that nails me, and I wanna I wanna just go a little bit deeper, you know. So. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Man, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, thanks. Thank you. John Paul Bacharach, The Reign of the New Me, Part 1, an EP after my own intentional heart. And pay attention, too. You may see his name as a producer. He has his own studio, Nightlight Audio Productions. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. Because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks. Questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper. <laughs>